Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin scores! A 49-yard field goal, and Indiana leads 27 to 24. Oh, it's an end around one to go. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Caught touchdown! Fry Fogel again! Let's go! It's finally here. Welcome to the OEO podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here as always with my co-host, Brandon. You can follow him on Twitter as well. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. Brando, two more sleeps. What's up? Are you ready for some football? A Friday night party? Everybody's a fan. This is the biggest party, man. We got Seth Bragg and me, and we're going to get it kick-started. I like that. I like that. Like uh, Hank Williams Jr., Monday Night Football. He, didn't he say some bad things? or so? I don't know. What's not? What's not? And twins! <laughs> <laughs> and that, unfortunately, is with us for another season. Uh, producer Seth, if you haven't already blocked him on Twitter, you can do it. It's at Satan5, S-E-T-A-H five setha dude this is the last chance block me now it's gonna be awful this time tomorrow i'm in full-on produced swing and you're gonna have to listen to me talk about how i can't believe we're only down by seven at halftime we might have a real shot pulling this thing (laughs) off yeah and then uh the big red dog rips your heart out in the very next play out of halftime but uh probably yeah yeah well you know we'll see we'll see but um yeah, I mean, you're going to do that tomorrow, and then you're going to just flip a switch Friday, put on your red, and then start doing the live tweets. So um, can't wait for that. Don't block him. I mean, block him personally, but just don't block our account because that's where he'll be live tweeting from. So uh, what he'll be talking about is the game week one, Brandon, that is next. That starts Friday. I mean, it really starts tomorrow. But uh, for IU, it starts on Friday. They play Illinois, who is red hot 1-0. and to start the season um so hot right now Illinois. Right? so hot right now this game is going to be friday september 2nd it's at memorial stadium the memorial stadium in bloomington indiana uh it's going to be on national telly on fox iu two and a half point favorites now the line dropping a little bit as we go a little bit closer to game time over under as well dropping down to 45 good um Last time we met, IU won 2017. We just we talked about it a few weeks ago. Uh, IU 24, Illinois 14. It was one of these like weird, never close either way um, domination games. And um, we'll hope for that again. Uh, before we get into the news, Brandon, anything you want to add to the game? Anything you're, you're pumped up about specifically? Any of that stuff? Man, I mean, it's been well documented that I wasn't the greatest IU football fan until about a decade ago. I can I can't remember Illinois being at our stadium. Like I have no memory of of them at all. Um, like, do you like? Do you have any like tailgate in stadium experience? Year, yeah, first year we had season tickets. 
would have been Kevin Wilson's first year of 2011. I mean, it was a bad season. Um, good players, a lot of them all freshmen, but um, yeah, I remember, I remember specifically Shane Wynn, I believe it was Shane Wynn, took one to the house on the opening kickoff against Illinois. I'm going to look that up real quick. Brandon, why don't you talk about some of the news that's come out since last time we've talked? Dude, I mean, I'm not going to be able to do it as much justice as you did because you love jerseys. and Well, you love helmets the most, but you also love jerseys. And we got some more throwback jerseys. Um, the scheme is going to be the same as last year, 90s theme, uh, but this year is going to be in white. Um, so Seth, any guesses of an away game that we might we might throw these on? It's gotta be Cincinnati is gonna be the first one, right? That's the Cincinnati's the first one. Is yeah. that the breakout game? It's solid black on black. And everyone white? knows it's coming. I feel like it's it's a good color scheme to go against them with. Like I feel like that pops on TV really well. So yeah, I mean, I, I think that's I think that's where you gotta go. Right. Um, so yeah, jerseys, jerseys are cool. Um, of course, you probably aren't going to be able to buy them because the Adidas I use store, you can buy them, you can buy them. Yep, I don't know if I will, but you can. Um, yeah, and but I think the biggest news is IU Stadium has a light show, like, I'm a sucker for a good light show, like. You know, I I love going to games because I don't think anything beats a game atmosphere. But like, I love what like the Vegas Knights do, right? Like how they make the hockey team. They make it a an in in stadium experience that's just electric. Like I like going to you know uh, Steeler games and and you know getting uh, getting the chants going on. You know, I'm a big chant guy. Stadium experience is big. I think I think IU can make this light um setup that they have a new thing um it's just something fun iu athletics needs to bring fun they can't cater to generations of the past on obviously honor them but let's let's make fun fun again right um i think this this is what that is Uh, just real quick on the lights i remember i was talking to somebody the other day and they were asking about i was like i said one of the things i was interested in seeing was whether or not they had done anything with the lights that was before the uh press conference where scott dolson kind of announced that i mean we're sitting here drooling over lights so that just tells you you know how perfect memorial stadium is as it is now so you know just small upgrades like that um i, was well, I mean hopefully them- hopefully we can have lights and that doesn't result in you know students ripping up bleachers like that's it was cool, but I don't know if that's what we want to be known uh, for. No, not so right. Uh, found the last time Illinois was at IU, so they did play in 2011, but they also played in 2013, and IU won that game very handily, 52-35. Um, some monster offensive games. Uh, Tevin Coleman, 219 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Uh, Steven, we had Houston, to be at that game, right? Uh, I was, I definitely remember being there. Steven Houston, 151 yards, two touchdowns. Cody Latimer, 11 catches, 189 yards, three touchdowns. Nate Sudfeld, the new Detroit Lion, uh, 20 of 27. Who'd Sudfeld take over for? 
uh i don't know blow or something i can't remember yeah. what his name is yeah um 20 to 27 267 yards three touchdowns so that was a fun that was one of those fun kevin wilson crazy offense games no defense yeah so two punts from iu and three punts from illinois so five total punts the whole game i think we'll see a lot more punts on friday but um let's get into it a little bit um I had a question on the news. I'm not going to bring that up now. We'll bring it up later. Let's go through our uh, for, first off. We've gained, I hope, quite a few followers, quite a few listeners since maybe the end of last season. Um, every game we preview and we post game, um, please, football Jesus, make it better than it was last year because post games last year were no fun. But um, here's what it is. It's basically, we just talk about the game. You do some news from the uh, that's happened during the week. Uh, quick press highlights. So from the press conference, so we'll go over some stuff in case you guys missed it. Break down the opponent. Give you some IU players to watch, and then we kind of finish up in the traditional sense where we do the promo. Get some randos. Get in Seth sack, and then we do some predictions and go from there. So um, Monday press conference highlights. Tom Allen did his normal thing, just a bunch of jibber jabber and you know coach speak. Uh, but Coach Stash, man, Walt Bell, not only was he perfect in a T-shirt, but that boy can grow a perfect mustache, a perfect mustache. And I don't know if you've seen it. I think I sent it in the group text. Um, it's beautiful. And he uh, also is very impressed with the depth of wide receiver, which we talked about a little bit before the start of this uh, recording. And um, he thinks that we'll see eight to nine guys, Brandon. Eight to nine guys across the board on Friday, but he really wants one group to kind of separate themselves so that they've got some go-to stuff. And now I did a little bit of research into that and kind of what he means by go-to guys and kind of dug into some forums. And I saw some people talking about, and it made sense. If you remember, we'd get into crunch situations with Kevin Wilson. And instead of having Wynn, Latimer, uh, I'm not sure who the other guy would have been at, at that time out there. We would have the backups out there, Nick Stoner, you know, other people like that on a, on a critical third and seven with a minute to go in the game. So I think what he wants is to develop a group of guys that are there for those big time situations. Uh, eight to nine guys, Brandon, any thoughts on that? That is a lot of dudes. Um, I have mixed feelings i think there are games where you can mix in eight to nine dudes i'd like to keep within five or six um but we'll see if we'll, we'll see how many people get the ball i love our top six mm -hmm. like i think we have legitimately five or six i, you I think mccauley in there yes i have mccauley in there okay because i think he's i low-key think he's going to be a stud at wide receiver i mean if <laughs> I got a comparison for him. Seth's going to laugh, and I think you're going to love it. I think he can be Mike Evans. I think he can just be a red zone target. Just, I'm going to just outleap you. I'm going to use my height. Like, I'm, I may not run the cleanest routes. I may not be the quickest footwork. But you give me a jump ball in the end zone, Mike Evans comes down with it every time. Right? Like, Mike Evans, there's, there's probably 20... NFL receivers that are better receivers, but Mike Evans is just huge. 
right? And he's just athletic. And that's what I think Donovan McCulley can can be. Yeah. What do you think about that comparison? I, I dig it. I dig it. I don't want to say it's a stretch, but... Well, of course not. He's, he's yeah. like one of the best in the NFL, but... Um, yeah, yeah, of course. So I, I agree. I, this could give us a little bit of an insight into maybe what the offense is going to be. If he needs to use eight to nine guys, does that mean that we're tempo, 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 tempo? We'll see. Speaking of tempo, coach Wilt, the defensive coordinator, basically co-defensive coordinator at this point. Um, one, he'll be on the field, which I thought was interesting Two, Um, so I'm assuming he'll be kind of in the Kane Womack uh, role alongside. I love Kane Mac too. like jumping up and, and like chest bumping and, you know, getting pumped in his blue sweater. I think I love coaches on the sideline. Me too. He also talked about using depth to the advantage because they're going to use, quote, a swarm D mentality. Which, you know, coach speak, I get it, but. I'm thinking the same thing. I think it's going to be a very, very quick defense, a very um, aggressive defense, which was something we have not seen in three years, probably two years. Um, so that'll be that'll be good. Um, also thought it was super weird, um, I guess. And we got there was a ton of criticism, of course, but super weird that the athletic director ended the press conference. Um, he spoke for about as much about as long as Tom Allen did. Um, talked about the upgrades to Memorial stadium. People are super sketched out at the fact that he would not elaborate on how much would be invested into the football program, where it would be invested. Um, when the money comes, he did say it's a bunch of backloaded money or blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter either way. Our, our, our buddy, a respectable Adam, I don't know if anybody's seen this on his Twitter or not did point out a, maybe a couple weeks ago, I don't know. He's got he's got all the sites. So somewhere you can snake your way into finding out IU's construction schedule. And on the IU construction schedule is Memorial Stadium updates. So whether or not that's the lights, I can't remember the exact year. Uh, maybe if he hears this, he can comment on the uh, or, or add us and let us know what, what it is. But um, I can't remember exactly what it is. But I would just say everybody is calm down. Just, it'll be okay. The stadium had just been upgraded. It just barely got some upgrades this year. The locker room is what Brandon three, two, three years old. Um, I mean, I get trying to stay with everybody. Uh, let's win six, seven, eight games for a couple years in a row, and then maybe we can put another deck on the stadium. Let's, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. So, um, yeah. Anything else you want to add from the press conference? And then we can move into breaking down. I'll let you break down the opponent a little bit. Nope, that's all I got. I mean, I, we almost talked as long as the press conference. Just kidding. But <laughs> all right, go ahead. Well, by the way, the beginning of the press conference, if you didn't watch any of it, was awful. Like, I don't know what the um, audio issue was, but it took forever to get through it. So, um, okay, Brandon, let's talk some Tommy D. Yeah. So, you know, I, he doesn't listen to this podcast, so I don't mind. He doesn't. Uh, but I had a friend in college. His name, his last name was DeVito, right? And, you know, he he played sports in, in Chicago, and he was supposed to be awesome. But, you know, all I heard was, oh, you know, like, 
you know, I'd play, I'd play with him and he was like, oh, you know, I was, I was hurt a little bit or, oh, you know, we played really bad. It was just full of excuses all the time, Mr. Vito, T- ton of excuses. And I think that just might be a DeVito trait because all we heard is, oh, Tommy DeVito, he played in Syracuse. Oh, he played a tough ACC schedule. Oh, he was hurt. That's all I've heard from Tommy DeVito, who's supposed to be this great recruit and this great talent. Well, eventually, just like my fraternity brother, you just got to show me or you're not any good. Um, and he really backed up what I said last week, going 27 for 37 for a buck 94 and two touchdowns. Um, What's the, the average? You said 27 completions for under 200 yards throwing the football. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, he threw uh, for 5.2 yards a throw. That's really, really bad. I mean, that's basically, you can throw that underhand. Yeah. Um, Tommy, Tommy DeVito is exactly who you want to start your, your season with. Um, he sucks. I'm going to say it. <laughs> Just to break it down for, for you a little bit more. So, yeah, so per completion, it's 7 7.2 per completion, which was second to last of all eligible quarterbacks in week zero. So they were like 18 eligible quarterbacks for this stat. Only Wyoming's quarterback was worse. And let me tell you about this puppy. Five of 20 for 30 yards, which is an average of six yards per completion or just over one and a half Oh, wait, I mean, right, right at one and a half yards per pass attempt. So um, Tommy DeVito's QBR against a Wyoming team that I will later refer to as garbage water. Um, it was 45. Our boy Art Sitkowski, or whatever his name is, was, was well, they should be starting. If you listen yeah. to our recap, I said this, what, two and a half months ago. He Where should he be at? the starting quarterback. He's from IMG or one of the Florida Academy. Yeah, he's, he's a high four star from Rutgers. He's from Rutgers. Um, so, so Tommy DeVito's quarterback rating was 134.9 because he didn't do anything. He didn't throw any interceptions. He wasn't sacked. He wasn't under any pressure. He wasn't nothing. QBR is what matters. Yeah. And so Sitkowski, he had a quarterback rating of 164 and a QBR. Why I can't see the QBR? 95. Now, I don't know, but he was he three, 95. three of three for 23 yards and average 7.7 yards, which is, again, not great, but it's better. Those numbers are higher. So uh, they may not have to throw the ball, Brandon. Um, tell us why they may not have to throw the ball so much. Well, you know, they have they have a stud running back. Um, you know, he he averaged eight yards a carry. Uh, against the Wyoming defense. Um, and I mean, he was the bell cow. They ran the ball 41 times, but um, the next closest person um, who isn't going to suit up, um, he got 19 carries. Um, they're the running back. They got injured is Josh McCray, and he is not going to suit up. So the next closest guy um, is, Love, I think, is, is Chase name? Hayden. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think who, who Love will be their next yards. one. Yeah, I think Love will be their their RB two. But it doesn't matter. They, it doesn't they, matter. No, they use Chase Brown for everything. He's 5'11", 205. Um, he's a Canadian. Uh, I don't know. That doesn't matter. But just fun fun fact for the student section if they want to get uh, have any from Western Michigan to I believe. Yeah, 
Um, but yeah, he's the bell cow. Um, he's elusive too. He, he had a long, a 38, um, the trenches uh, are definitely going to have to be prepared for him because he does have the burst to uh, take it to the house. Yeah. And unfortunately, if we wanted anything out of this, it's that we wanted a bad running team and a team that had to throw the football to win the game. So um, hopefully this is just a product of Wyoming. And yeah, but we can stack eight in the box. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I'm very confident that our Husky is not playing 10 to 12 yards off the f- off the line of scrimmage he's playing five to seven yards yeah. off off the uh off the line say his name uh, brandon say his name uh, well this is the pierre no, podcast right no appear podcast yes Thank no you. no no appear podcast no appear will take care of the running game is what you're yeah. saying so and you know their only wide receiver is a a 510 slot guy who essentially had the wop game against old miss right like he averaged 3.7 yards a catch yeah, you know, so I mean, their their offense is they're throwing short of the sticks and they're getting rid of the ball quickly. Yeah, so you don't really have to worry about the blitz there. You just stack eight in the box and make sure you don't let Chase Brown get to the third level. Yeah, I think if you can do that, this offense ain't scaring you. Yeah, at all. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. No. Um, they did complete the ball to twelve different receivers. The one thing that stands out. Um, and I do remember hearing this when I, I watched a little bit of the game. I remember hearing this. Um, it had to have been mid second quarter, maybe. The announcers were amazed that they finally threw the football to a tight end. Both tight ends had one catch. What is the one thing that Big Ten football teams kill IU with? And it's ends. big tight ends, big athletic tight ends. They don't have any. Neither one of those guys stand out as anything that should scare IU. They've got a pretty decent tall wide receiver group and um, Bryant and Hightower as well. But again, nothing was crazy there. You, you've got Bryant with three catches, 44 yards. I can't even believe somehow he averaged 14 yards per catch. It had to have been a lot of yak because based off of everything else I saw, they don't really throw the football down the field. Nope. And I think throwing the ball against our secondary uh, as a good team, a really good team is going to be fairly difficult. I would say as Tommy DeVito is going to be. If, if they're going to throw the ball on the line of scrimmage this much, I want bump and run. Now, we oh, didn't yeah. see that at all last year. Mm-hmm. It was maddening how our corners played seven to ten yards off every play. Western. Kentucky I hope we see something example. different. Yeah. We even played seven to ten yards off Western Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I think you can sort of play a Western Kentucky strategy based on how Tommy DeVito likes to play. Um, I want to see big play Jay jump around. I want to see Taiwan Mullen jump around. Like they're not going to run hitches and goes right They're They're not going to run fade routes. They're just, you know, good old Tommy done got an arm. Um, so that that's what I want to see. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, that just reminds me of something of something Alan said. CTA said at the press conference about calling plays from the field. Um, he was, he's for lack of a better term, he's pretty pissed at the way that it went last year, as far as calling plays and um, the defense and everything. So he's going to have a full grasp on what happens. Coach Wilt will get the, the recognition and, and the name um, 
of being the defensive coordinator, but I think this is back to being a Tom Allen defense. And last time it was a Tom Allen defense, it was a top 25 defense in the country. So um, we'll see what we can do there. So uh, on their defense, it's pretty good from what I understand. I think we, even when we previewed, it was supposed to be pretty good. But as I wrote in the notes, and I hinted at a little bit earlier, can we really determine anything here? Wyoming is water trash. So, so I have two things here. Go ahead. And again, it's, it's only one game, but they gave up six yards of carry. You know, they did. They also stopped a quarterback. What was he? What did I say? He was five two of 20, two of 30 yards, like zero yeah. TDs, one interception. Yeah, they were yeah. bad. Wyoming was bad. But Illinois also six penalties for 65 yards. They were, yeah, yeah. I saw some of the bad penalties. I think they made an interception. Um, so if, if they can't showboated that one, if out they can't do good. that at home. How are we supposed to do that in a raucous, raucous Memorial Stadium? Yeah. By the way, speaking of that, I mean, semi disappointing. Um, but again, is this a product of the Big Ten putting a Friday night game out? Could be. Uh, Dolson is expecting mid to high 40s. I guess, as far as um, the stadium goes. Now, granted, the stadium only fits 52. Um, so it's, it could be pretty decent. I just hope it's a rocking thing. But the student section, this is a big thing I did send in the group text. Student section ticket sales up 10%. And they were fantastic last year. If we get the show out we had last year, hopefully we can give them the results that they need to keep coming back over and over and over again, because the first four games, they were there, they were big, they were loud, they were ready to go. And then everybody got injured and everything fell off. So, all right, let's get into it real quick. IU players to watch Brandon. We're going to pick one offense, one defense and one special teams, which we always usually pick the same special teams guy, but we'll see on offense for me, Brandon, I'm going to be obvious for a second. And I'd say QB1 is the player to watch. No idea who it is. So I can't tell you who it is. I, I can't break it down. So instead, I'll pick running back Sean Shivers, the Auburn transfer. Um, I mean, when was the last time we had a legit dynamic running back? I'm not saying that he is that. We don't know. We haven't seen any of it. Uh, but what we know of him is he's physical. He's shifty. He's speedy. Is he a miniature Tevin Coleman? I, I don't, I'm not going to go out and say that. Love I mean, Jordan Howard. Love okay. Divine Redding. Speed. Love all these guys. Yeah. None of them have had the speed. None of them have had the speed. Of Give Shivers. me Jordan Howard with speed and like three inches smaller. I'll take that. Um, it were due for something, and we need to keep we need to keep Chase Brown off the field. I mean, that's really the only player on Illinois' offense that's going to scare anybody, and that could beat you. Um, he does have a twin brother, so they could have, we're going to have a, a Brown out there either way. Cause I'm pretty sure he plays safety Seth or, or corner or something like that. So, um, safety. safety. So I don't know if his brother's as good as he is, but you know, I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully they don't run the ball on defense and we'll be okay. Who do you have on offense? Brandon? So I'm, I'm all of mine here. Spoiler alert are going to be known commodities. I'm going to watch what I know. I don't know anything from Sean Shivers, right? I don't know anything from QB1. I'm going to watch DJ Matthews. The little we got to see DJ Matthews last year, he was going in movement. He was going middle of the field. He was running screens. He was running goes. 
there wasn't a part of the field he wasn't a part of. Very small sample size, completely new offense. I understand all that. But I actually, one of the few, few, few bright spots in offense last year is how much the offense was around DJ Matthews. That's what I'm going to be watching very close uh, in this first game. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll give a bonus pick. Or Seth, are you doing picks on this too or no? Okay. Who do you have on offense? I'll let you have yours. AJ Barner. I want to see okay. it. My What's goodness. he got? That's that's all I care about. I I want I want to see if this unknown guy can actually do it. If he's if the muscle is functional, we saw the updated pictures. He put on the mass. Now can he use it? They they are talking big, Seth. I said it. I said it dead serious in the in the chat here. I think he might be the best player on the field on Friday. As far now, it's potential is what I'm looking at. Hi, one Mullen. I mean, you're you're wrong. Well, I'm looking but. at potential here. I I legitimately think he he's going to be a the best tight end maybe ever to play at IU, which is coming off of last year and then coming off of Ted Bowles. You know, so there's some big time tight ends that have played hey, can there. We, can we give a heads up to Hendy? A little, yeah, little, yeah. little shout little out. Peyton little Hendy shout making out the, Hendy. making the Cowboys. I told you he's a he's a folk hero down there. I sent you guys an article. You guys want to look that up. Just Google Dallas Cowboys, Hendershot, Folk Hero. There's a whole article that they wrote about him um, in one of the papers down there, and it, they love him, love him. So I'm glad he made that team. Um, good for all the other IU guys that made their teams as well. So um, my bonus real quick was going to be Jalen Lucas. I really can't wait to watch him. Man, I, I want to see him with the ball in his hands and see if the hype that the coaches are dropping on him are, is real. That's what I want to see. Um, and it wasn't even really him, Brandon. If you remember the recruiting breakdown, one of the guys from 24-7 said that he was probably the best athlete in the class. Yeah, not in IU's class, in the class. Yeah, it was it was a female LSU writer. That's um, right. Or yeah, female yeah. Louisiana, I forget. I think it was um, an LSU, LSU recruit person. Yeah, yeah. And he's from yeah. Louisiana. So yeah. um committed yeah, to Tulane, right? Uh he was committed to Tulane, I believe. Yeah, yeah. and then flipped. Um yeah, so there you go. Our second, our second team, by the way, the LEO podcast second team, second team. That's right. I got to get a new shirt. Seth made fun of my shirt the other day when he came over, it's and it was like shirt. He asked it's if it was inside shirt. out or faded, and the answer was faded. And it was an already like pre-faded shirt. So was Seth faded? Uh, no comment. I believe the fifth. <laughs> oh, speaking of fifth, perfect transition. My player to watch on defense, number five, linebacker Bradley Jennings Jr., the Miami transfer. Um, I believe he's going to start. If it's not him, it's Aaron Casey. But I do think he's going to add something uh, as far as an additional leadership piece. Um, again, has been somebody that's been hyped up a lot in fall camp by the coaches. Granted, nobody else has seen them do anything. So Friday is like, it's new for everybody. It's crazy. But I think he should be big in the run defense. Um, we already know Cam Jones is, is about as solid as Who? it gets. Cam Jones. Who? Cam Jones. Um, so to have somebody back alongside him, uh, somebody with experience, somebody that can help shut down this run attack of Illinois, I think Bradley Jennings Jr. is somebody to watch. Who do you got, Brandon? I mean, you just, you just said it. Cam Jones. I'm going with known commodities. Um, now there's one thing that the most impressive unit on Illinois ripped the Vita, I've ripped their wide receivers. I've ripped their defense. 
they have a monstrous offensive line. A monstrous. You yeah, want you go out there. I mean, they're gonna. I hate to say this. It was a weakness last year. I don't think we addressed it enough. I think they're gonna swallow up our defensive line. I don't think so. I really do. But that's why you mentioned a linebacker. I'm mentioning a linebacker. I think our linebackers are very, very strong. People don't forget. Don't forget we brought in some help. Bragg mentioned Bradley Jennings, but we also have Miles Jackson coming in. He's very good. We have Jared Casey from Kentucky, who's very good. In my mind, we have five or six legit linebackers. Um. You know, Aaron Casey, Cam Jones, Miles Jackson, Bradley Jennings, Jared Casey, and don't forget Desan McCullough, who I'm not going to say he's a linebacker because he's in everything, right? He's a, he's an Isaiah Simmons clone. But, I mean, I think if we can keep Chase Brown to getting three to five yards instead of five to ten yards, that's going to be huge for getting us off the field. Right. Yeah. And our linebackers are going to play such an important factor in that. Are there any more defensive players you can name so that Seth doesn't have anybody to talk about on his player to watch? Oh, Robbins. <laughs> Bo Robbins. Yeah. Some pressure on the outside. Uh, who's your Herbal player to watch? On I believe it was based on your reaction. I'm just going to guess the Sean McCullough. You're absolutely right. I had I was gonna lead in with the the edge rushers. I was gonna say, yeah, let's see if you know Bo Robbins gets in there, see if they have anything else coming from the edge, and maybe even a Deshaun uh, McCullough sighting. But there you go, man. It's all it gave you the entire secondary. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said linebacker, and then you named twelve linebackers and every <laughs> rush end. So I was kind of locked in there. You should have shut him down and gone back and said that you were excited to watch Brian Fitzgerald because Brandon would have had an aneurysm probably. So um, I love B Fitz, just so everybody knows. It could be somebody else on the podcast that maybe a little bit more critical of him, but uh, somebody he's not critical of and my special teams player to pick is BD Chuck Campbell because points is points, dude. We're going to probably need some points at some point. And I need him to put the ball in between the uprights and that's what he does. So give me Chuck Campbell player to watch. Um, Brandon, I'm assuming it's the same thing. Unless Duh. you changed it based off of our new roster that we just Duh. no. It's Chucky all day. Okay. Chucky all, all right. day. I didn't know if you're going to kick, get the kickoff specialist or not. No. All right. What do you got, Seth? Luke, Lucas. I, Lucas. You, you stole him. You stole him for offense. I as, I tried to sneak him at special teams. I'd love to see him get a, a kick return or a punt return and see what he can do with it. Okay. I don't know if he'll return punts. I don't know. But I'll be looking for it. Okay. Yeah, There'll be just, a corresponding is, tweet if I see it. It is players to watch. So you can watch him on special teams. Even if he's on the bench, you can watch him. Um, speaking of watching, I've been watching a lot of Monon Track Club's Instagram, and it's popping. And they got new stuff coming out. I'm telling you guys, they got sales going on. Seth is flexing in the Zoom camera right now for some reason. I'm wearing a Monon Track Club shirt right now. Not even kidding. Um, MTC, let me tell you real quick about them. That's what I call them. 
They're Indiana's running brand. They're built on a deep love for the sport in the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, create experiences that aim to celebrate support and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the show notes for the link. I told you guys this last week. It's probably not going to be in the show notes because it's just I'm just lazy and it's a lot of copy and paste and all this stuff. So I just put it on the Twitter. Go to the Twitters. That's where we live. It's where we breathe as a podcast um, outside of the, your podcast platforms. But um, the links will be there where you can shop their sick gear, their shirts, the hoodie seasons are right around the corner. Uh, they got the koozies for Friday. Um, as a thank you, we got 10% off and they're running a sale. So you can take an additional 10% off because Garrett being a very smart person as he is, he's not smart enough to run a sale and not allow a discount. So get a sale product, take another 10% off and then text him. I don't know where you're going to get his number from. Text him and tell him Elio sent, sent you his way and that you want to drive to his house and pick up the product. No shipping, free shipping. There you go. Elio 10, that'll get you 10% off. You can figure the rest out on your own. Now we're going to get back to everybody else's favorite part of the podcast. It's Brando's Randos. Brandon, what do you have? So not to go all Mike Loxley and people don't know who that is. That's the head coach of Maryland who Brandon's last year team. just complained about getting stuck on every Friday. You know where I'm going with this, but let's just refresh. What are your guys' thoughts on Friday night games? Um, I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm cool with it, man, because then guess what? It's on. The only reason I'm cool with it is because it's on a, a holiday weekend. It's the very start of the weekend. I can get all of my anxiety and celebrations and everything out of that, out of the way. And then I got Saturday. I can watch all the college football. Granted, we win because if we lose, I never watch college football. And then I've got Sunday to do some partying. And I got Monday to do some partying. So I'm good, dude. I'm good with Friday to start the season. I like it. Until my kids start playing college football, which is or college so, football, high school football, which is at least 12 years down the road. I love Mac football on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. I don't mind the Thursday night games. Mm -hmm. Like I'd be cool to, tr and I know that's on a short week, right? But I'm all for, for them getting rid of Friday night games and making them Thursday night games. There's a little overlap with NFL, but if you start the games, like the NFL didn't start to like eight 45. If you start these games at seven, right. It, it's almost like a perfect layover. Um, and like, not, not even to be like old man on the lawn, like Fridays are for high schoolers, but you do miss out on recruiting. This would be a great game to bring recruits to. You're going to get zero of them there. Yeah. So I'm just I, selfish. I don't like the Friday night games and it all has to do with TV money. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's very little content on sports or otherwise on Fridays. Let's be real. That's why it's on Fridays, but I do not like them. Um, and I think, you know, Dolson kind of showing his card, showing that the stadium's only going to be 80% full, I think is a result of a Friday game. I do. You don't think it had anything to do with two and two and 10? No. Okay. I mean, I think a little bit has to do with, with high school football too, but I don't care, dude. That's just me. I'm just, I'm selfish. I don't have any kids that play high school football, brothers, uh, cousins, any of that stuff. So there you go. Seth, thoughts Friday? Yeah, I'll be the old man on the lawn here. Uh, 
Brandon made the best point is it sucks for recruiting. You it can't does, see, does. you can't see kids games. They can't come see you. So, um, you know, that's probably the downside I hadn't thought of before. I was just kind of the old man on the lawn going, you know, what about the kids? You know, Friday night special for the kids, Friday night lights. Um, but yeah, I think Brandon makes the best point. Okay. Okay. You won one, Brandon. So you go. What's next? The, the NFL's got this down. Why do we start on Labor Day? Do we like the Labor Day start? I just told like, you I like it. I'm cool with it. You don't like it because you have to go to. Are you doing a wedding? No, I always have a, a monster fantasy football. This is the fantasy football thing. Football party weekend that I go to every weekend. Yeah. But like, well, again, like I just. I don't like the Labor Day start. Why not start the weekend after? Get rid of the nine bye weeks that college teams seem to have. Like, it seems like, what do they have? Three? One. Two. There's at least two. Ah, There's one. No, there's at least two. There's one bye week, and it's, it's, I'll tell you, hold on. I think some teams have two. Some teams have two, but I use bye week is. And Army has like four. It's after Rutgers. It's between Rutgers and Penn State. So they are off uh, 10-29. That's it. I remember, I, re- I do remember, Brandon, to your, to your uh, point, we used to have two. I feel like we used to have two. So maybe the season started earlier. It definitely didn't go later. Maybe it's yeah, There's only one. Not sure. You're right. All right, so you 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 and I are tied one to one here. I just yep. don't like the Labor Day start because you're right. I get to miss the games, and I do think uh, a lot of people miss the games for the same reason: annual not, vacation. Not for your same reason. No, not they don't fly to Florida and and party ne- for three days. Yeah, and neglect their children and party for three wow. days. Wow. All right. Um, let's move to since you're going to be there. Since you're the only one of the three that are going to be there, let's move to that. What are your thoughts on tailgate expectations? Um, I think it'll what be time are, what time is it really going to start? What time are you starting? Yeah. Like, okay. I'll be there. Be at, I'll be there at three, maybe three thirty latest. So that'll give me, you know, four and a half, five hours pregame to get into uh mid season shape. So, um, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll get down there early. What do I expect? I expect a pretty decent shot show up. Now I do expect a pretty decent, like later show. Um, I know a lot of people have to work. Uh, you know, did everybody take the day off? Like I did. I don't know. I think a lot of the diehards did. I think a lot of our friends that listen to the show did. Um, we've had people reach out already that want us to come over to their tailgate. So um, I think it'll be good. I think a lot of people miss it. And I think that uh, it's going to be a really good uh, release for everybody to be out there again and, and get it started and, and go after it. So I think it'll be pretty good. Awesome. Last but not least, and I mean this in the sexiest way possible, what are you wearing? What jersey are you sporting? Mm-hmm. So I haven't totally decided this. I did get a pretty baller hat. Uh, Seth said Seth has something to say. Go ahead. Oh, I just figured you're gonna wear your number one jersey. Oh, I might, I might. Um, 
It didn't go well last year, so I'm not sure I will carry that on. It could have been the hat. Nothing you wore last year. Listen, (laughs) I had a new hat last year. Could have been the hat. So I ordered a new hat. I've got a new hat coming in. Really nice. Um, Bought a new shirt as well. It's got the old school logo, the old school oval. Um, Might rock that. I don't know. I might just go. I might go normal. Just one authentic you know normal kit normal jersey i don't know we'll do that i'm gonna definitely gonna be had the great the great chubbies will be on and probably my hey dudes or i'll have the iu um adidas on one of the two but i'll have the great chubbies and the hey dudes on for the tailgate i don't know if the hey dudes make it into the stadium or not that that is the only thing i don't know and i don't know about the top i know about the hat i know about the, the shorts that's all i know Alrighty, okay. that's all I got. There you go. Seth, let's get into your sack. What do you got? All right, here we go. This is my annual reminder that the IU U of I game is memorialized in the film Multiplicity starring Michael Keaton and Andy McDowell. You can listen to a review on <laughs> Terrible Reviews is what it's called. Um, it's on Apple Podcasts. I believe it's episode two. It was one of the early ones, yeah. Yes, episode two. Um, elaboration <laughs> the u of i 2004 2005 basketball team mm-hmm. uh goes down as one of the best teams to not win a championship okay. luther head d brown mm-hmm. oh goodness uh, what, james williams. augustine darren williams and roger powell the preacher man mm-hmm. um yeah such a good team um you already busted my sydney brown uh he was the guy i was looking at uh chase's twin brother uh, in the secondary, but the guy who really flashed for me was Jartavius Martin, uh, broke well on the ball, had three PBUs, tackled well, seven mm-hmm. total, five solos. Uh, so he's a guy additionally to watch out for. Um, and then uh, Bill Connolly from ESPN does a bunch of the, uh, I don't know if it's betting or gambling, but statistical relevant information and has this game as a virtual tie mm-hmm. at 23 apiece. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think he gives the edge to Illinois maybe on something, but I think that literally it's a coin toss. It's 23-23. And as I say, every time you bring up this nerd stuff in the group, the computers don't play the game, Seth. The computers don't play the game. The men, the young men on the field with the hearts, they're the ones that play the game. And that's what's going to determine the difference. So that's a perfect lead-in if you're done to our prediction seth i'll let you go ahead and start since you've already messed it up what are you i'm going to give you listen this is different i need a starting quarterback and then i need a little bit of game dialogue how we get to your score i got this i think jack tuttle starts Mm. yep i think it happens yep i think you all need to prepare yourself for this inevitability Mm -hmm. i don't think he's the only guy who plays the position but i think they run him out there to start uh, I think the Josh McCray injury is probably the biggest factor that's going to go into this game. When I think of Brett Billima, I think of a run first, run heavy offense, and everything is to set up the play action pass. Uh, you know how like Joe Tiller used to be basketball on turf. Um, when I think of him, I think of Brett Billima as kind of a boxer. It's all about body blows. And Josh McCray at what, 6'2, 230 is a hell of a body blow to be given at you in the fourth quarter. Um, I think Chase Brown is pretty good, but I don't think he has a home run hitter. 
And I think the, uh, I really think the Josh McCray injury is the two point difference and IU wins 23, 21. Ooh, love it. Love it. Brandon, do you want me to go or do you want to go? No, I'll go. Okay. You're, you're, you're going there. So let's, let's save yours. Um, yeah, no, I, I think inland, I think both these teams are really starting, starting quarterback. Oh, starting quarterback is going to be Connor Baslick. Okay. Um, he Jack Tuttle is a this is just what he has been I'm not saying this is what he is this is what he has been he's been a career backup he's a very good backup he's used to coming into the game cold what is what is Connor Baslick he's always been a starter so I think you leave them you leave them in the roles that they're comfortable in it's exactly what I think you do Tuttle knows that he's been called upon and if he needs to be called upon again, whether injury or otherwise. So I think it's Baz. I think our, our team ceiling relies on it being Baz. I think it is lower with Tuttle. So I think it's Baz, but I still think both of these offenses are going to struggle the over under we kind of glossed over it at the beginning is 45 points. That's super low. I have a very weird score. 19. I was going to guess to 13. Indiana in an absolute embodiment of big 10 week one or Chucky's. Four Chuckies, Four and, a Chuckies and a touchdown. Okay. Two field goals and a touchdown for them. I think this game is going to be an old slobber knocker. Okay. Do you have this like a late touchdown winner? I think it's just sloppy, right? Just sloppy. Like maybe it's okay. 16 13 us and we get a late field goal, right? Yeah. To make it 19 yeah. 13. And then Tommy DeVito yeah. has to yeah. have a game winning drive and yeah. he just you know, throws it at someone's feet on fourth and eight. <laughs> Seth is dying laughing. I, I don't think anything I've said that funny particularly, but he's just, I don't know. He's, he's had enough of this. Okay. Here we go. Starting quarterback, Brendan Soresby. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so I'm leaning I'm leaning Jack Tuttle and I'm going to, and it makes me sick to my stomach because I love Jack Tuttle, but I don't want him to start. Uh, and I'll tell you why. One, he started the quarterback session of the press conference. He was the first one up there. Two, he just looked super confident. Sleeveless shirt, eye black all over his face. Uh, just, he just looked like somebody that was like, yeah, I just, I just ran nothing but QB ones. I'm ready to go. Connor walked up long sleeve shirt. It's 90 degrees outside. Uh, I just, he just looked defeated. Now maybe, maybe the defense beat him up a little bit. QB one versus versus D one. I don't know. I'm leaning Tuttle simply based off of that. This game. It's going to be pretty similar to the 2017 game. I don't think anybody is overly dominant. I don't think it's an exciting game to 
watch do i think that we'll see some 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 sparks some good things some things that we can develop a little bit more in the idaho game and then really exploit in western kentucky and then at cincinnati yes i do um do i think we see some of what walt bell what walt bell really has in him yeah i do that being said i've got iu squeaking it out it's a fun game everybody's staying because we're scoring with two minutes ago. IU 24, Illinois 20. That's what I got. Touchdown. Seth will put all three results, predictions on the poll on the Twitter. Uh, and you guys can just let us know what you think. Actually, you know what? I'm going to make him do double the work. He's also going to put who the starting quarterback Let's, let's have a vote on who the starting quarterback is going to be as well. Huddle, um, Baz, Dexter, or other? Or other, yeah. Um, so Seth will put those up. You guys let us know your thoughts on that. I know I'm going to win. It's fine. We all picked IU to win, which is great. Um, usually, although we did pick IU to win quite a bit last year. So, um Okay, let's. I think I think last year for Iowa, I was the only one to pick them to win. I can tell I you here because I have to put them in. I've got to put in the the predictions. I'm pretty sure you. It was an away game for an you, away game, so, so I you, probably you, picked them to lose. You picked them to lose, and I think Seth picked them to lose too. But Seth like picked them to lose. I had them winning 27-24. You had them winning 23-20. Yeah, I had them going ten and two, with a minimum of eight and four. <laughs> So just reverse it. Just yeah. reverse it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So here we go. So Brandon, Brandon again, just for Seth's recollection. Brandon has IU winning 19, 19 to 13. I have IU winning 24 to 20. Seth has IU winning 23, 23 21. to 21. So there we go. Okay. Um quick reminder. I'm I'm, I'm predicting another prediction four total turnovers hmm. sloppy bunch of penalties on illinois i don't want to see that bunch of penalties on us i mean i think this game is just a it's a week one game it's a week one a week one game where you're not playing wyo mm, i don't want to veto <laughs> uh quick tailgate reminder and then we'll get out of you um, what, what if our only touchdown is a pick six? We have no offensive I'll, touchdowns. Oh, man. Well, last time we had one of those that was against Penn State, and we lost the game didn't have Chuck- 10, 10 to 7 or something crazy like that. It was a terrible weather game. I, it wasn't even a terrible weather game. It was just like kind of cold, kind of misty. It was Greg. He, it wasn't Greg. Even it was Mark Murphy, I think, pick six. But either way, tailgate reminder real quick. Uh, I will be the only one of the three there. I will have uh, some other people there with me. I will have an Illinois fan with me. Um, don't hurt me. Brandon's the one that's holding the tickets. So um, he will be there. We will be rowdy. We will be partying. We will be doing all the cool stuff. Being a gray canopy, I will tweet a picture of the flags that are up and kind of where we're at. That is on the south side of Assembly Hall. Come on over. Have a drink. Um I don't know how much food we'll have. We'll, we'll have enough, I'm sure. So come grab a bite to eat, hang out, do whatever, or just fist bump us and make fun of Seth. It doesn't matter. Um, 
so yeah, just do that. Um, I think I'm obligated to go to somebody else's tailgate as well. So maybe I'll do that too. I don't know. Either way. Um, anything else you guys want to add real quick? We used to do final statements. Anybody else want to make a final statement before we roll out? No, nope. Everybody's good. Seth has something to say. Were you friends with Danny DeVito in college? Jesus. Okay. Moving on. Be sure to check out the pod. It's on Twitter. It's at podcast LEO. It's big time. Please check out the Twitter at podcast LEO. You follow us. We always follow back. Um, unless you're just like a terrible person or a bot. So either way, just follow us. It's on podcast LEO. Be sure to download, follow, rate, review on all of our platforms. If we're not on something you guys listen to podcasts on, you're probably not listening to us anyway. But if your friends tell you about us and you can't find us, let us know on the Twitter. We'll add it. Um, we'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, no, we won't talk to you guys next week. We'll talk to you guys on... I don't, when do we release them? I think they're on Mondays. I think they come out on Mondays. We talk on Sundays. They come out on Mondays um, after the victory over Illinois. But until then, we love you guys. L-E-O. L-E-O. Elio. He said it. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much. Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio. Elio.